Thank you for joining us, and welcome to this edition of Shi'ar Jashub. Shi'ar Jashub is a Bible study program brought to you by the Church of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, and featuring the teaching ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be continuing a sermon in my husband's series on heavenly authority. The focus of this sermon is the high calling of every believer in Jesus as ministers of the new covenant. Before we rejoin Pastor Greg, I want to remind you about the church website at www.shiarjashub.org. It is a great site for serious Bible study and information about our church. Here is Pastor Greg Scalzo. And we see now that there is no distinction, Jew and Gentile. There is no distinction, clergy and laity. It comes back into the church over time. But initially, there were positions of authority for a purpose, and we'll study the purpose. But it was not to leave some behind in the seats while other people were exalted before the pulpit as though they can approach God and you cannot. That's not the new contract. Rather, each, each from the least to the greatest, shall know him. Everyone is called to be part of that temple, that tabernacle, that dwelling of God. And we said the last time that as we study the New Testament on heavenly authority, we will recognize that there are authority positions in the body of Christ. There are different parts, different offices, different ministries for a purpose. And we looked in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and we'll go back to it. We looked in Ephesians chapter 4. But that at the same time, all true believers are meant to be priests, ministers, servants of the new contract, not subject to any man's judgment, but ideally, having the mind of Christ, the spiritual man, the spiritual woman, is called to have the mind of Christ. Let's go back to Ephesians chapter 4 and then see the purpose of authority under the new covenant. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. These are offices in the church. The Lord establishes them. And what is the purpose? Verse 12, for equipping of the saints, that the believers, the saints, all those that believe in Jesus Christ will be equipped, have the proper tools, be armed the right way, and learn from those who are older in the Lord than them for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, to prepare them for ministry, for service, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Not to keep the people unlearned, to keep them uneducated, rather just the reverse, to educate, to teach. Too often in Christian history, the people in the pews do not know. They were kept from reading the Bible, 
If they read the Bible, they were told, well, you can't hope to understand it without a seminary degree. When the purpose of authority in the church is to edify, to prepare, to teach, to equip the body of Christ for ministry. That all might come up that mountain. That all might be before the throne of God. That the body of Christ would be a multiplied number of Elijahs and Moses. Not just one man or two men talking to a whole congregation, but a powerful body of believers, a powerful body of Christ, a mighty temple. And here in verse 13, it says, Paul says, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. There's the purpose. There's the purpose in verse 12 and 13, and we'll see in verse 14, the purpose of authority, of positions, of offices under the new covenant. To equip, to edify, to teach, till we come to a point of unity, to bring everyone to the same place. Not to say, well, you know, I have a special place with God. I have a degree from such and such a university, and you need me to be the intercessor for you. No, that's not the new contract. The new contract, yes, people are called to positions of authority to bring everyone to the like place. That we come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Every believer coming to the same place, being an active part of that body, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we each be made into the image of Jesus. And as a church becomes cold, as a church becomes more organized, there is this tendency, not all the time, but many times as it becomes organized, to go back to the old way, to run back to Leviticus, to set up the separation between the priests, and not all, not all denominations call them priests, some call them reverends and ministers, but to set up that separation, a barrier of those who are supposed to know and those that are supposed to be ministered to, when really God has called each of us to be ministers to some degree. There's public ministries, but there is something each of us can do. And certainly we are all to know him in the same way. Verse 14, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. There are people that will use Christians. There are people that love to get into ministerial positions because it can be a position of power, especially in large churches. It could be a position of ego, of pride. Rabbi, rabbi, teacher, teacher, father, father. And that's not the New Testament way. And if the people have knowledge themselves, if they know the word of God, if they're in the spirit of God, if everyone considers themselves a servant of Jesus Christ with the responsibility to check their doctrine, to check what they're hearing, to test to be noble like the Bereans, 
people that come in, wolves that come in in sheep's clothing, they really couldn't get very far, could they? What happens in church history really couldn't happen if the people are encouraged themselves to understand everyone is called to some function in the body of Christ, to know Jesus Christ, to know his word, and to submit to his spirit. And then just as you test the spirits, you test the men, and you know them by their fruits. If you know what the word of God says, you know a bad tree cannot produce good fruit, a good tree cannot produce bad fruit, and you're not so razzle-dazzled, you can't have every wind of doctrine come in. And how many times have we seen in the church a doctrine comes in which is based on truth, right? There's a foundation to it. And then it gets carried away to an unscriptural point by those who twist it, who manipulate it. And it gets so distorted to the point that others react against it and they go off in the opposite direction. They miss the maybe part of the truth because they're so repulsed by what they see happening by those who have abused and use part of a doctrine for their own gain. And so you have this wrong action and a wrong reaction, and the result is the truth of God gets lost. And the church becomes scattered because there are those that can come in, and what does he say here? Toss us about to and fro every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. So one of the purposes of authority, why God has ordained and he calls some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, to equip the saints for work of ministry, to edify, teach the body of Christ, that we come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, the full measure, the stature of fullness of Christ, and that we no longer be, verse 14, what? Children tossed to and fro and carried about. That's the purposes of authority in the church. And anyone that does opposite, anyone that does not want to edify, that wants to push down the people to make the separation, that loves to have different teachings to woo the people one way or the other after themselves, not to build them into a mighty temple of anointed men and women in God, but to grab power for themselves is not fulfilling the authority structure ordained under the new contract. Perfection in Christ Jesus for every man, woman in the Lord is the goal. Now, are we going to be perfect? No, we sin and we know that, but the goal is that we get better, we change, we learn, we pray, we receive anointing, and we seek greater anointing, and we all grow into this body that God wants us to be in. And the authority is there so that there's not chaos. There's coordination. To bring others into the same like relationship, not to leave others behind. Look in um, Hebrews chapter 12. We started off a couple weeks back in the book of Hebrews. Throughout the scriptures in the New Testament, we are called the body of Christ. Paul says very clearly in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27, you are the body of Christ. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse, let's look at verse 12. Therefore, strengthen the hands which hang down 
and the feeble knees and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be dislocated, but rather be healed. In many ways, that describes the body of Christ when it's cut off from the head Christ Jesus. When there is this wrong teaching, wrong understanding of where every person belongs in Christ, it becomes lame, it becomes dislocated, it becomes unhealthy. The hands become weak, the knees become feeble. It's an unhealthy body. It's not coordinated. It's not a well-oiled machine where the head, Jesus Christ, gives instructions and the body instantly carries it out. And the hand is not fighting to be a foot, and the foot is not fighting to be a hand, and there's not jealousy and dissension, but everything is working together, each part knowing the master, the head Christ Jesus. And the command is to make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be dislocated, but rather be healed. Join Pastor Greg Scalzo on the web. On the Shi'ar Jeshub website, you will find information about Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, as well as an archive of our radio programs with in-depth Bible teaching and preaching. The address is www.shiarjeshub.org. And can I ask you to pray about supporting this ministry? Our address is Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, P.O. Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. And may the Lord Jesus bless you as you serve Him.